Hello everyone, and thank you for coming to my nice closeted corner on the internet, where I'll be your host, Peter aka The Mutton Shop Guy. And if you're like me, you're just looking for a nice, quiet, safe place to cope with your depression as you watch your once beloved country crumble from the inside as the rest of the world watches laughing on at you as your people are starting to die. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Anyways, instead of letting my depression kick my ass to Timbuktu, I decided to take that depressive energy and turn it into YouTube videos. Because making YouTube videos is a lot cheaper than going to therapy, apparently. Oh god. Hey, positive enough to break up all this depressive stuff, thank you to everybody who's liked and subscribed to my YouTube channel on the first week of my launch. The 25 of you that subscribed to my channel. In all honesty, that is actually really good for me because on my other podcast, when I moved over to YouTube, it took me two weeks to get four subscribers. I don't know if it because they were just so used to the audio podcast that they were reluctant to move over to YouTube or what, but it, I don't think that really matters at this point. So thank you to everybody who subscribed to my channel in the first week and to the commentators who gave me the confidence to keep making videos uh, to the one specific commentator that says that I should just own up to my things, I will own up to it. I will own up to my stuff. Ah, uh, yes. Gay Komi, or as some people keep like referring to it as Bara, is one of the wonderful, great manga genres out there that we can all delve deeper into. Hey. And, uh, um, hello? C can I help you? Yeah, you can actually. You can answer the question that these people have been waiting for. What question? This one. I you uh oh, that one. I'm getting to it. Good. Who is that guy? Well, before I can even answer that question, we must first ask ourselves what even is a furry? And good for you guys that I even have a script for you guys. <clears throat> no, no, no. You are not going to do this to these people. Then what do you want from me? Answer the damn question. Okay, okay, I'm not a furry. Are you happy now? Don't you dare close this video. I got him to answer it, so you should at least hear him out on what he has to say. Oh, well, thank you, random NPC guy. You're welcome. Now, explain to everyone why you fucking suck. Hey! Man, that dude's an asshole. Well, okay, I'm sure all of you are asking me why the hell am I even talking about the furry fandom if I'm not even a furry myself? Am I even allowed to cover that? Or are you going to get interrupt me on that one too? Oh, hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Ah, oh, you're such an ass. Alright, yes. We're going to be talking about the furry fandom. Because if you have not looked into Gay Komi at all, and you start to look into it, you're going to quickly notice that there is a lot of furry art in, in, in Gay Komi. So, 
My curiosity, of course, was piqued, and I asked around, especially on Reddit. So if you haven't seen what my question about that, it will be linked down below. Go check it out. There's a lot of responses to it. It's actually really quite interesting to see what people had to say. So yes, I decided that I was going to solve this mystery of why there was so much furry art in Gay Call Me. So if you're like me, you have no idea what is anything about the furry fandom and probably only have a tertiary understanding of the furry fandom because, you know, the internet. The internet. So what I want to do is look at the demographic spread of the furry fandom. And the first thing I want to cover is the sexual orientation. Clearly, because this is where we need to be. So I want you to take this moment to pause the video, go down to the comment section and predict your demographic spread, both of gender and of orientation, before you continue any further. Because I want to see how accurate most people are when they try to guess this demographic spread, like I tried to guess. So, I'm going to just sit here and wait a moment. Okay, you put it in there? Alright, cool. Let's go ahead and get into this. So. Let's first take a look at the demographic spread when it comes to orientation. Boop! Oh. Whoa, what the? Wait, what? 20%? Heterosexual? Wait a minute. Can somebody explain to me how this happened? Yes, 20% heterosexual, 20% homosexual, 27% bisexual, 17% pansexual, 8% asexual, 4% other, 3% unknown. There you go. That, that's, there's your spread. So yeah, if you're like me, you're probably sitting there going, wait, what the hell? How is that even possible? Why is heterosexuals in the minority in this case? That is a very good question. <laughs> and I can certainly tell you that there's a very long, long answer to that. And the best way I'm going to answer that question is make you go watch a documentary series down below in the links because I don't want to spend the same amount of time going over the same explanation when it's already been done for us. So if you're like me and just never really took the time to understand the history of the furry fandom, guess what? There's a lovely little playlist that has been linked down below from one of the great furry creators, Ash Coyote. If you have not checked out Ash Coyote stuff, please go check it out. It's good. Good. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. Now we, we understand its orientation. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of queer in, in the fandom. All right. So yeah, furry fandom is a queer space. Never would have guessed that at all. Because to me, anthropomorphic animals does not scream queer to me at all. Like, I, I don't know where people would think that at all. Why would people think that when it comes to animals? All right, well, we have one partial explanation of why there's so much furry art in, in Gay Comey, but it does not fully answer it. Because that's just people's orientation. It does not tell us the gender. Okay, well, let's take a look at the gender, shall we? Oh, wow, okay. So yeah, as you can clearly see, there's a lot of dudes in the fandom. Yay, another male-dominated section of the world. Oh boy. So yes, there, there's a lot of sausage here in the fandom. <laughs> oh God, why did I even say that? Yes, there, there, there's a lot of dudes here in the fandom. All right. What does this kind of tell us? Well, yes, there is a correlation between gay Komi and the furry fandom being mostly queer males in a queer male audience. So 
I'm not saying that this is the reason, but here is a correlation. And people need to understand, and I can't stress this enough, that correlation is not causation. Okay, do not do not take it in that fashion. All right, I just, I, I have to stress that. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are probably asking me the next question. Okay, so we, we have all this. Why, why are we covering this? Well, simply put, the furry fandom writes stories. There's a lot of stories from the furry fandom that I want to cover. And I know to a lot of people, it's gonna be really hard for them to get over the the visual aesthetic of an anthropomorphic character because the people who, <laughs> at least in, in my opinion, people who get so riled up about the furry fandom sexualizing everything are the same people who get extremely upset when you tell them that their waifu is a 2D character. Saying these are 2D characters, why are you obsessing about these 2D characters? Y yet they beg on people who have an affinity to a 2D anthropomorphic character. Logic. Yeah, those are the same people who, who bash on the furry fandom. In my opinion. And speaking of opinions, I don't know if it was the bar manga community or the furry fandom, but I have been enlightened because I never ever thought I would ever look at a Super Mario boss like Bowser in a completely different light. So I don't know who's doing it, but as long as you guys keep drawing Bowser in this fashion with him like just being all candid and looking super kawaii like this, I'm on board. I'm totally on board. So. I'm sure a lot of you guys are probably asking me, well, Mutton Chop Guy, if you fit all the categories of the biggest demographic spreads within the fandom, how are you not a furry? Well, I can answer that question very simply. Let's look at the word fandom. What does the word fandom derive from? Fan. Where does the word fan derive from? Fanatic. Okay. My idea of a fanatic is a U.S. Marine soldier. That's a fanatic. Because, why are they a fanatic? Because they're a marine. They like being a marine. And they're fanatical for being a marine. Have you guys not watched A Few Good Men? It pretty much sums it up to you right there. To me, that is what would constitute somebody as a furry. Somebody who is fanatical, and I mean fanatical, about the fandom. Okay? To the point that they would create their own character within the fandom, known as a fursona. Yes, to me... In order for me to be considered a furry is that I need to be one, deeply fanatical about the fandom, and two, have a fully fledged fursona. Now, do I need a fursuit? No. I don't understand why anyone says that you have to have a fursuit in order to be considered a furry. I think it's stupid for telling people that you need to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars in order to be considered one. Yes, I understand many talks within the fandom. During my research, I get it. But we're not getting into that. The other thing is, I know a lot of people are going to get on my case about is, Mutton Chop Guy, there's so much sexual content within the fandom. They like to sexualize everything. Okay, first things first. If you're going to complain about the furry fandom sexualizing everything, you need to complain about the rest of humanity sexualizing everything because there's sexual content in everything. Look at your advertisements, okay? The other thing is that I will certainly tell you that if you're complaining about their exploration into sexuality is a bad thing, then you're also complaining about human history. Because if we look at counterculture, the majority of the time, a counterculture is doing what? 
exploration into things that are non-conformatory, such as sexuality. The hippie movement explored sexuality. The club kid movement explored sexuality. The furry fandom explores sexuality. If you are going to complain about people exploring their sexuality, here's the door because I don't care. Now, I'm sure all of you are probably asking me, how can I not consider myself a furry if I fit in all these demographics? Like I just said, I'm not a fanatic. I, I will use the same argument that my husband used when it came to reading manga and slash watching anime. The Jeff Winger Paul Rudd argument. Yes, that one. That exact same one. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are probably asking me, why am I even covering this besides it being so prevalent in Gekomi? Because the very first, very, very first story that I want to cover is a furry visual novel that has the bar tag on it. <laughs> yes, there is a particular visual novel that I want to be the first story because this is the story that set me on my path. This is the story that set me out on my quest to find these stories. And this is one of the big well-known stories within the furry visual novel community that everyone who has read it will agree with me that after reading this story, every single person said, I have crippling depression. What? I have crippling depression. Oh, oh God, no! Please stop. I have no stop. I, please, I, please, I, stop, I, stop, I, stop, I, please, stop. Yes, a lot, a lot of people said that this this story it traumatized them in some fashion, and I, I'm no different. I was traumatized by this story too, but but there's so much going on in this story, you guys. Whew. You need to understand, it's so good. It's so good. But yes, I'm going to be covering a furry visual novel as my first story. So, I certainly hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say in this episode. If you are somebody who's just not going to watch my content after me, not claiming myself as a furry, but wanting to cover furry oh, stuff. Stop, 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 stop. I understand. I get it. I wouldn't blame you. But here's the thing. It would be remiss of me to ignore something that's so prevalent within a genre that I'm deeply, deeply infatuated with. And I'm the type of person who can just overlook a simple aesthetic choice. If you're the type of person who just simply, for their sanctity of life, cannot look past a simple visual aesthetic of an anthropomorphic character, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. I can't help you. It's, it's a you problem, okay? And I will certainly say, if you're somebody who's never really looked into the furry fandom like I did until I had to do research for this episode, then I'm pretty sure you probably might want to kind of look further into it. Again, like I said earlier, I did link down below the, the wonderful documentary series that helped me understand the furry fandom, not only from its history of its formation, but just to the modern day who's currently involved with it. Secondly, I, I found a couple of furry YouTubers that I find their content rather enjoyable, depending on the subject material that it is. If you like Ash Coyote stuff, definitely go check it out. You know, Picaro Roo is another one that I, I thoroughly enjoy. I think she's rather entertaining on screen. Uh, if you like a little bit more sarcastic, satire, salty stuff, you can go check out Artemis Wishfoot. I find his stuff really entertaining, as long as it's not the political stuff. 
And of course, if you want to see some of the other more interesting stuff that really helped me understand the fandom, you can go check out Beta... 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 Yeah, that guy. I am so sorry. I can, I will butcher your name so many times to Timbuktu. I'm just not going to do it. So if you're offended by that, I am so sorry. I am really bad with names. And you guys are going to learn that very quickly when I try to read Japanese titles. Oh god, it's getting so bad. But yes, I think that pretty much covers everything I needed to cover in here. If you have any questions, you have the entire comment section down below that you can hit me up at. Of course, you have the various social media outlets that you can hit me up at. You can find all those links down below. You can hit me up on Reddit. You can also touch me up on Instagram. And you can also join my public Discord server. I want to have some fun there too. So, if you guys have any questions, please do not hesitate to ask me. I would love to hear from you guys and get your guys' input. Again, if you don't want to watch my stuff after this because you're a furry and you find it insulting, please understand that I do not want to be called a furry on the internet because I feel like I would be representing a fandom that I am not involved with and that, to me, is wrong for people to do because it's... The best way I can say it is like impersonating an officer of the military, not the police. Let's calm down. You know, impersonating a federal officer. That's how it feels to me. Me going, well, yeah, I never invest any time in the furry fandom, but let me call myself a furry so people can, like, give me the their subscriptions. No, 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 no. I am not going to do that because I know you people of the furries have worked so hard to build your fandom and to maintain the fandom the way it is that I'm not going to sit here and say that, yeah, I represent the fandom when I, when I don't. Does that make any sense? Okay, good. I certainly hope so. Please stick around and watch my stuff. I really try to have some entertaining stuff to go with. If, if if you guys have any suggestions, please let me know. If you have any stories that you want me to read and to review on, please comment that down below. And hopefully you guys stick around to see more videos from me. Please do, because my depression is really kicking my ass right now during the current state of the economy in the U.S. But anyways, thank you so much you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoy yourself. Please go check out all the content creators that I've mentioned in this episode before. And I'll see you guys all in the next video. Uh, bye bye